0: last time on join the party
1: the party gets out of the way of Zubi, a giant stumbling through the ruins of antopolis who has a terrifying ability to turn other people into stone tracy and ara what are you doing hello the totally not
0: cowering in fear man
1: johnny makes some skeletal fish friends in the water well you wouldn't really call them friends they're more like predators i guess i'm gonna take out my core staff and start like hitting my butt we meet evan A member of the city guard who has a thing where you can't really remember the word that you're looking for. It was like a boat, but like flies through the air and like what and and flaps. Mm -hmm. What are those things? I don't know, what are those called? A bird? Have you heard of a bird before? Then it's murder on the motorboat express as Geneva reveals himself to be a member of the Turncoat City Guard, the Blackfish.
0: I'm gonna yell, Tracy, start the motor, and go to stab Geneva.
1: We're drinking to remember, but drinking to forget. Let's get the party started. The ghost whale disappears as soon as you see it. It dives down with the body of the half-orc clutched in its massive jaws and dives nearly without breaking the surface of the water. As soon as it dives down, the sky lightens and the clouds disappear and it's back to being a regular day. As soon as the whale is gone, you have a feeling that Tormborn might actually pull his beard off. He is just clawing at that thing, and he is losing it a little bit. He's like, the whale, the whale I saw it. it. Was It was exactly what they said it was going to be. It was huge, and it took... And he's also, like, spitting up water at the same time. <laughs> it was huge. And he
2: takes Tracy by the shoulders and says, this is no ghost. It was real. I saw it. Tracy retracts his long arm of the law and gently embraces Tom Bjorn in a thunder hug. Like
1: a thunder shirt, but
2: like a thunder hug? Yes. Do you have proficiency in hugging? I feel like you do. I don't. Should I roll for hugs?
1: Yeah, roll for hugs.
2: What do I add to my hug roll?
1: I'll give you plus two.
2: Can I add more? <laughs>
1: I'll give you plus five to your <laughs> hug.
2: I <can> add ten. <laughs> no.
1: You know, you still comforted him, but you get pretty wet as well. I'm okay with that. Yeah. As soon as everything comes to normal, Callie, like, snaps to attention and says, We need to get across the river now, and I need to file a file report post-haste. This is serious, guys. If we're dealing with a monster, we need to be ready. Let's go.
2: Tracy revs the engine and, uh, takes off behind boat number one.
0: Inar is standing at the front of boat number two, just hair whipping in the wind, feeling like, This is what she was born to do, in case I was wondering how my psychological state was after my first kill.
1: You're just like, you're super jazzed, or you're just like...
0: It's more of a, like, this is happening type feeling, but I have decided to lean into it, as it were. I'll let you know how I'm doing later.
1: Yeah, please. You guys motor over to the other side of the river, and as soon as you get over there, Tom Bourne is pushing everyone to the side and throws himself on the ground, and is just kissing, kissing the ground, and will not stop. This side of Antopolis... Looks a lot like the side of the river that you were at before. The city is nearly exactly the same. The placement where all the buildings are, the column in the center of the entire city. You see people milling about, going about their day-to-day, but something seems a little bit off. It's like someone turned the city down a hue. And Callie jumps out and says, I need to take this to the representative as soon as possible. Evan, you're going to take care of these guys, right? We don't have time. Tom Warren, you're with me. You got to tell them what happened.
0: Hey, can I come? Hey, yeah, we, uh, we want to, like, lend our perspective and stuff and totally just underscore whatever story you are giving and not, like, gather information about the organization that you're a part of.
3: I also think that's exactly who we're here to meet, right? The representative? Alonzo
1: steps up and says, ah, the representative. Yes, yeah. I need to show him my presence and let him know that I'm here. And he takes out his sword and waves it about as he says it.
2: Do all three of us eye roll or is it just Tracy?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put just a reassuring hand on his shoulder because that was conspicuously bad.
3: John's going to eye roll and then put his arm out to attempt to lower his arm and the sword because he's making a fool of himself. <laughs> nice. Gally
1: says, no, I mean, I appreciate that. And I know that, sir, Alonzo, you're supposed to go up there. But, I mean, this is more important. This is city business. And I need to file a report immediately. I'm sorry. Come by tomorrow morning, and I'll make sure that the representative is ready to see you.
2: Sounds fun. Let's go.
1: No, Tracy, you're not coming.
0: We can, like, wait in a waiting room and stuff. I bet there are cool snacks on the side tables.
1: Uh, yes, there's pretzels, and I will make sure that there are all these kinds of pretzels. But they, I mean, this is city matters. I'm sorry, but uh, I got to take Tomborn and have this filed now.
3: I have been planning. Uh, call me Ishmael Joke. Since we, <laughs> since we got off the shore, since we got across that river, and I'm going to go meet the representative and introduce myself as such.
1: quick! I appreciate that.
3: <laughs>
0: got him.
1: And that's fair. You're going to meet Representative Shields, but a bunch of people just died. Well, like, we know. Like
0: one. Like one person died,
1: and the other two that got attacked by the giant. And let's not even talk about you, who
0: probably, for a V, sort
1: of killed a guy. Let's. Well, gonna, I need to smooth all of this over. I'm sorry you can't come with me right now. I believe you. I trust in all of you, but I need to do my job.
0: Let's let's back up to the part where your forces almost killed us a few minutes ago down there by the giant. What should we do in the meantime? How do we make sure that we're not going to be like targeted and, and persecuted and stuff as foreign visitors to your city?
3: Do you have a letter or some sort of uh, symbol that we can show to people in the town to know that we're here on official business and to treat us all right?
1: <laughs> do you have <laughs> finger guns that are
3: like all right? Good uh, luck, good the luck. finger guns obviously have little bits of light popping out.
0: Of course. If, if, I like mean, a why beep, would beep, you beep, finger beep, beep,
3: gun if not exactly? Evan searches around in
1: his pockets, and he's like, "Oh, you know what? I thought I had it somewhere." And he goes back to the boat and rustles around in his bag, and he says, "Hey, this bag was a lot lighter before." Where I guess he's like, "All right, oh no, no, no! no. I thought I can't. Uh, no, okay." And then he takes out a pad and uh, a pen, and he scribbles a quick note down on it, and he takes a very official-looking stamp and just drives it onto the bottom of the piece of paper. He gives it to you, and he says, all right, here, no one should have problems with us. We're going to be fine. We're under the official, um, I mean, what do you call it when, like, uh, a high-ranking person, like, cares about you a protection. lot? Protection. No, that's not it, and it's like they're of dominion over this whole place, that's... and it rhymes with, um... yeah, let's go with protection. Yeah, we have the protection of the representative. We're going to be good. Callie looks it over and she says you have girls handwriting and Evan says I I know and she's like alright that's good enough we'll see you all tomorrow in the morning Evan usual place and he says usual place and Callie and Tom Bourne who is still shaking and pulling at his beard
3: walks off Johnny takes the letter from Evan's hands because I just don't trust him to not lose it and ask. Where can we go for some food and supplies? Oh, you know,
1: we're, listen, we're going to the usual place. We all love it there. It's all just a good time. I'm gonna take you there, and it's gonna be great. Is it called the usual place, or is it just the usual place? Oh man, no, the usual place is a different bar. You do not want to go there.
0: Oh my god.
1: We're pretty. We're pretty sure that the person who runs that is like three goblins stacked on top of each other. We don't want to go there.
0: Wearing a travel cloak? I hear that's like a really common thing here.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, it happens all the time. I went on a date with this girl, and uh, I went up to pay the check, and I looked back, and uh, actually, I mean, when when I think about it, they were just an ooze. I mean, they were an ooze the whole time. I went on a date with the news. a news. Johnny's walked story. away. This is a bad story. No, <laughs> Casey <Tracy laughs> is flabbergasted. Is that
0: like a seventeen magazine feature? I went on a date with an ooze. I went on a date with an <laughs> ooze. they were in news the whole time?
1: Alright, no. We got it. We're going to um Is this inn that uh with a great bar downstairs and we keep anyone we want to keep an eye on and like have have at our backs. Like I mean this is the like usual awesome drinking establishment.
0: You're not going to, like, lock us into the room overnight when we are not expecting it with elaborately large bunk beds, are you?
1: I mean, only if we drink,
2: only if we drink enough, he holds his hand up to high five. No one high fives him. And Tracy is on guard for this.
0: Uh, okay, steps forward a little bit and NNR is like, no.
2: Okay, poofs up a foot and, like, hits Evan in the hand (laughs) with his face and then
1: poofs back
3: down.
0: This seems like a suitable thing for her to disobey me over.
1: (laughs) All right. Evan starts walking along the riverside. And the landscape doesn't really change until you get about, like, half a mile down the road. And he's walking over to the north side of the city where it actually becomes a little bit more bustling. This is, like, the main shopping area. People are out going about their business is actually starting to get dark so people are starting to go home and then the town is starting to change over to like it's nightlife time and yeah it's actually really crazy I want to emphasize like this city is exactly the same as the city that you were just in Tracy I guess when you ran off to distract Zubi in a different direction I mean you're seeing things that you feel like you're having deja vu and I want you all to make investigation checks
2: Thirteen. Sixteen. Sixteen plus four for a twenty. And
1: yeah, all of you notice that the thing that's most striking is that the markings that you noticed on the ruins, and I think Johnny noticed this as well. There's also the same markings on buildings in this side of the city.
0: Do they have any resemblance to Thieves' Cant? Can I parse them in any way?
1: Yeah, sure. Why don't you make intelligence?
0: Thirteen plus
1: two for a fifteen. Okay. This is a pictographic language, but this is not Thieves' Cant. But you do notice the workings of some tool literally carving into the stone as it runs up and down all of the stones of the city.
0: Can I tell if they were all made at the same time or if they were, like, added in piecemeal? Sure. History. Rolling the heck out of this thing. Eight plus two for a ten.
1: Yeah, you can tell that they were all put there at the same time. You don't know when.
2: Do these bear any resemblance to the markings on my being? No.
3: Okay.
1: Good question, though. How
3: about these scrolls that we've seen so many times? Mm, Why don't you make an arcana check for that? Hey. 18.
1: They look remarkably similar. They're not the same at all, but I think the scrolls look like Janky versions of said markings. One might call it corrupted versions, maybe. One could say that. One could say that if you were looking for a word and that is the word that came up. And okay, or like cheap
0: copies.
1: As Evan is walking down the street, he's kind of like pointing out everything to you guys. Like, oh yeah, there's the baker. Like they have the best rolls there, and like that's the, like that's the waterworks. That's where all of our
0: water is treated y'all <laughs> that's where
1: the water is treated but you know that's actually we've been having a lot of problems there lately but yeah, i mean you know as it happens you, you do with the city and um there's the blacksmith um where they, you get uh shoes for your horses and there's the verizon store um <laughs> that's a bad you gotta go there they have the best customer service and he, you know here we are and uh, he stops out at a very large looking tavern And the sign over the door is of a man standing in a hole and a massive foot coming down out of the sky to stomp down on him. All right, here we are. It's the Giant Mistake. My favorite bar.
2: Oh, boy. Same. I have so many feelings about the name of this tavern. Tell me one of them. They're all positive. (laughs) Sorry,
0: is it the Giant's Mistake or the Giant Mistake? The Giant Mistake. Love it.
1: Alright, let's go. I know the, I know the owner. We're, we're going to be good. It's going to be totally fine. And he
3: pushes open the door and walks in. Johnny, before we go in, turn to my companions and say, where are the chances? It's not going to be a good time.
0: I'd say pretty high. We can definitely get a couple drinks in before things go bad.
3: Guys, what are you doing? Come on! The water's fine. Can I peer in and check out the light situation? Sure. Yes! Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> yes. Johnny peers in and What's the light situation? It's not great there. This oh. is a divey bar. Okay.
1: There's like artisanal looking lanterns. Like they were trying to make it look like fancy, but there's not enough. So it only makes it look like really dank in there. And now that the light is fading outside, it's only getting a little bit darker. And it's not seedy. It definitely looks like a good time, but it's definitely divy.
3: I've been to places like this. I know what to do. Johnny casts light on his shirt that he's wearing. And it has, like, these nice designs to kind of accentuate the flowery designs of his shirt. So it looks like the flowers themselves are creating light just in front of him so that there's light wherever he walks.
2: Great, yeah. And I look stylish. You look stylish AF. I like it. Tracy's a little embarrassed to look so plain clothes next to Johnny. So is there, like, a back entrance that you can go into? Yeah, sure. There's a back entrance around. (laughs) I'm going to sneak around the back entrance and go in there. Anara, how
0: do you want to walk in? I'm just going to follow Johnny. And hey, hey, Johnny, could you do that cool trick on Okay's Collar? BuzzAp. Cool, cool, cool. So now Okay's Collar is all shiny, and I'm going to follow Johnny with her.
1: All right. The bar reaches around the whole right side of the establishment, and there are stairs that lead up to where rooms might be. In the far left corner in the booth, there is a chess board that no one is sitting at, on the far left side, taking up two tables, is just a whole mess of people. All different races who are just like drinking extremely heavily.
0: What's the mood there?
1: The mood is drinking heavily.
0: Cool.
1: You know you know what I'm talking about? When everyone's just like ideas that we're just gonna get tanked. Yep. Like that's the mood.
3: Not necessarily like they're happy, but they wanna drink a lot.
1: Right, exactly. Purposeful. Yeah, purposefully drinking, yes.
0: Drinking with intent.
1: There's a back into a kitchen area. And over at the bar, the bartender is kind of moving about. There's a ton of bottles behind the bartender. You can't really identify some of them. Some of them are just, like, obvious liquor bottles. Other than them are just, like, cloudy somethings. And there are a few people sitting at the bar.
0: Uh, Hey, Johnny, do you know how to play chess?
3: An old teacher of mine once taught me. Do you know
0: how? Uh, I think I know enough to beat you. Let's grab a drink and I'll go show you what I'm made of.
3: I don't have a witty response to that. Okay, first drink's on me.
0: Cool, so let's go grab a lager.
3: Are you old enough to drink?
0: Don't ask me that question, Johnny.
1: (laughs) She's old (laughs) enough to murder. (laughs) Take that back. Okay, fair. Ev then pushes past both of you as you're talking, and he goes out, then quickly comes back in, grabbing Alonzo by the forearm. He's pulling him over to the front of the bar and is excitedly talking to the bartender.
3: We uh, sidle on over. What are they talking about?
1: Ev is talking to the bartender. He says, Hef, I gotta show you this guy. this guy. This is the champion, man. He's coming to save all of our stuff. It's like in case like any of this bad stuff doesn't happen, it's all gonna be better. It's all gonna be great. It's kind of like, um, you know that thing when like uh, a deity does a thing for you that are really need it. and the bartender stops and says, God sent. He says, yes, a God sent. First drink's on me. And the bartender looks at Alonzo in the eyes, and he has very shaggy hair that's just like goofs out from his head, and these really heavy bangs. And Alonzo says, um, I don't, what should I, I don't really know what I should, what I should get. The bartender says, no, 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 I got it. And he lifts up his heavy bangs, and he has a third eye. (gasps) That is, like, slit like a cat's eye. And he says, no, I got it. I can see it. And he concentrates, and, like, the eye glows for a second and says, ah, you want a mead. And he just, like, grabs a mead and gives it to him. And he gives another one to Ev. He's like, same thing for you. Who else is out on this tab? You guys. You two. Walked in. You guys want some?
0: Uh, I don't know, man. What do you think I want?
1: Hmm. Do you want want me to do the magic trick thing again? Yeah. I can do that. And F leans over the bar and takes you by the shoulders and stares right into your eyes. And Anara, make a constitution save.
0: Uh, That's an eight.
3: (laughs) Is this a charm?
0: Anara is crunk already.
1: (laughs) Ah, I know what you want. You want the giant mistake, don't you?
0: Hell yeah, man. Might have made one today already.
1: (laughs) (laughs) F goes back and takes like, five bottles of the bar on the back in a massive stein and mixes it all together. And he even takes this, like, wrought iron mug and takes a thimble, puts a glove on, and dunks it in there. And the liquid is, like, broiling red and bubbling. And he pours it in there on top. He says, all right, you got it. Giant mistake. There you go.
0: Can I offer you the first sip? It's just such a beautiful drink. I feel like you should enjoy it too.
1: Are you worried that this thing's poison?
0: I mean, I kind of am, man.
1: What kind of a bartender would I be if I was giving out poison drinks to people?
0: I don't know. One that has some kind of delay to the poison where the people don't find out it's poison until after they leave. That's how I would do it. I mean, uh, I just, I'm new to the city. I don't know, man. Here I have a cute dog. Are you distracted yet? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> cake poofs on top of the bar and licks the bar dead in their face. They're like, yes, I am. And someone who knows enough about poison that you do know what this is. All right, here's the thing about the giant mistake. You can't stop drinking it. That thing I just put on there, you're right. It's poison. It burns you from the inside out. But if you drink enough of it, if you drink the entire tankard, then it kind of burns itself out. It's like a fire that kind of rages and then goes down to charcoals, right? So... All you gotta do is drink this entire thing in less than mm, 30 seconds, and you're gonna be fine.
0: Trick question. I'm actually too young to drink here in this city of Antopolis. Uh, so if you don't want me to call the health commissioners, uh, why don't we just pour that one right out, and I will get the weakest lager that you have? <laughs> I mean, uh, water, because I'm, I'm too young to drink. Uh, <laughs> thanks.
1: Like, all right, suit yourself. You were joking about the health commissioner part, right?
0: Yeah, totes, man. Can I have a, a dinner, too? Maybe on the house?
1: <laughs> uh, no, thank you. And Alonzo stands up and says, I will do it. I got this. I'm going to drink it because I'm the champion. And Ev goes, yes, champion, champion, champion. And then the whole bar starts chanting, champion. Champion. I got it.
0: Yes. I'm going to get my poisoner's kit out of my bag so that I'm ready to prepare an antidote should I need to.
3: I'm going to prepare Spare the Dying. uh, (laughs) Just in case.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alonzo grabs the stein with two hands and then just starts pouring it back and everyone goes, drink. 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 And he's just going. You can see like it's just like bubbling and red it's almost like lava as it crackles and hardens and crackles and liquefies again and he puts that whole thing back in one go and he holds his <laughs> arms over his head and say i'm the champion and everyone cheers after him
0: <sighs> i'm also gonna cheer that was pretty dope all
3: right drinks it all night that was strong drinks around everybody Drinks are on everybody. <laughs> drinks are on everybody. Okay.
0: This is a representative democracy. You have the ability to make your own way. Everyone
1: votes and you vote for your own drinks. I'm the champion.
0: Is Tracy here yet? <laughs>
3: All right, Tracy. Wait, can I get a drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you want? What will I be having tonight, sir? Half
1: puts both of his hands on your hands. I'm going to do a will save. Your new constitution save, yeah? 13 He puts both hands on your the other side of your shoulders and he says "Hmm, it seems like I need more power for this one." And you feel another hand <gasps>
3: touch you on the head. Nope, no. Nope, nope. Nope. Where is this hand coming from? It's coming
1: from his mess of hair somewhere in there. I'm speechless. The eye glows and he says, "That's kind of weird. You want a lot of wine in a bucket?"
3: That, I mean, I get, yeah, all can't right. Be right. That
1: can That's he takes, not correct. He takes a bucket from underneath the bar and just pours a whole
3: bottle of wine and he says, all right, uh, there you go. Thank you, good sir. And I turn and walk away from the bar without taking it. He's <laughs> like, all right, more bucket wine for me. That's great. Good for him.
0: Hi, it's Amanda. Have you ever been at a party having a really nice time, and at a certain point you drift back toward the person you arrived with, and the two of you share a look that says, this is so nice and I love our friends, but if we say our goodbyes now, we can be home in our pajamas watching Big Family Cooking Showdown in like 20 minutes. And then you do. This is that look. Welcome to the midroll. Huge welcome to our newest patrons, Katie, Carmen, Arone, Artemis, and Rudy. This week in our patron-only Discord, the question for the ages, should you dip? We agree on cookies and milk, but how about fries and milkshakes, toast in tomato juice, dare I say it, sandwiches in soda? The battle rages on. Join your side at patreon.com slash pod. We are so stoked to be offering new merch Illustrated by our favorite merch sorcerer Paula at Irrel i r r e l on Twitter, we have a gorgeous new design. This is what an adventurer looks like, which you can get as a shirt, a bag, a phone case, a shower curtain—basically whatever you want. If you want to wear an adorable sketch of Oatcake, the Book of Light, Tallahassee's bag, and D and D swag on your body and in your house, now is the time. Just go to jointhepartypod.com/merch to see the gorgeousness. And our merch service is offering free shipping for orders over $40 in the U.S. and over $80 internationally for the holidays. So maybe just buy everyone you know JTP merch. And in other exciting news, we are going to be at PodCon. Join us in Seattle on December 9th and 10th, 2017. We will be holding a panel on community building, social media, and monetization for your podcast. And we'll also be participating in the audio drama meetup at 4.30 on Saturday. So come by and say hello. We'll have stickers. And if you can't make it in person, you can also stream the entire conference. Head over to podcon.com to get your streaming ticket and tune in to hear our panel or the other one I'll be moderating on going from fan to creator featuring my Spirits co-host, Julia. It's going to be awesome. This episode is sponsored by 20 Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. We are really excited to introduce our new segment with 20 Sided Store. It's called Master Dungeon Master with Lauren Belanco. As an experienced DM and game store co-owner, Lauren is here to answer any questions you have about games and gaming. Our first question, are there any games I can play by myself? I'm getting tired of solitaire. Me too, question asker. So Lauren says, 20-sided store offers a bunch of solo games that range from in-depth dungeon crawls to quick abstract strategy games. Games like Descent or Mansions of Madness have an app that acts as the dungeon master, allowing you to play solo cooperatively or with a party. If you're looking for something lighter, she recommends Friday, a solo adventure by Friedman Fries. It's a game specifically engineered for one player where you play as Robin Crusoe trying to survive on a desert island. For more selections, you can swing by 20-sided store and any of their staff will be happy to find the right game for you. So thank you so much to Lauren for being our master dungeon master. You can email us your game queries to hello at jointhepartypod.com and Lauren may answer them in a future episode. Now let's get back to the show.
2: Tracy, you're walking in through the back, huh? Before Tracy walks in through the back door, he's going to remove his emblem of the concentric states. Sure. And I want to just peer in a little bit and see if there's anyone kind of sitting alone, anyone who looks like they might be a little seedy or maybe look like they know what's going on. So how are you sneaking in here? You're looking in through the back door? Yeah, I'm not really sneaking. I'm just... Stepping in quietly.
1: Okay. So through the back door, actually, this is a totally different entrance. You're seeing the kitchen area. You're not seeing the same place that everyone else is. Mm. And as you peer in, you see a bunch of people over in one corner of the kitchen. And there's like six people just talking low to each other. And they're huddled over, like an area over like where they do all the dishwashing.
2: I'm going to walk up to them, set my... Tallahassee's bag down, open it up, and say, Does anyone play chess?
1: Everyone kind of ignores you. They're really invested in whatever they're doing over there. And actually, people are starting to like grumble and speak louder, and they're like, Go, and people are like, Go, oh, and like, No, ah, and like, money is exchanging hands, and they're
2: really invested in whatever they're doing. All right, I guess I'll just play by myself. And Tracy plops his bag of 700 gold down on the chair next to him very loudly.
1: Okay, everybody around turns towards you, and walking towards you is a very short lizard man. He got a cobalt is walking towards you, who's, flick, who's flicking a gold piece up in the air with a toothpick in his mouth. And he says, uh, yeah, we want to play. We got a game going right here. You want in?
2: What are the stakes?
1: As high as you want them. I'm in. Everybody pulls back, and you see six snails the size of your fist lined up in different places over (laughs) on the floor. It's like, the game's snail racing. How about now?
2: This is not what I expected.
1: (laughs) No one expects snail racing until it happens to them. This is high-stakes stuff you got here. You pick one, you put your money down, and you're going to see what happens there.
2: The names? We don't reveal names. That's not gentlemanly. (laughs) Is my danger sense activating at all? No. Can I roll to see if I know anything about these snails? Sure.
1: Uh, Nature. Eight. Yeah, these are some snails. They all do look different, though, I got to tell you. You notice that one has these extremely long eye stalks. One of them has blue spots. One of them has like an extra large shell. One is really small, actually, only the size of your thumb. One has an eye stock that's much longer than the other. And one is almost translucent and ghostly. But that's all you can tell. You don't know anything else about them other than they look different.
3: Do any of them have decals like a number five blue and with a red stripe? Perhaps it could go turbo. <laughs>
1: None of them have NOS, but you know what's funny? Someone like painted like numbers on each one of them. So, in that order, the one with the long tentacles one, two, three, four, five, six, and I'll just tell you. And at this point, it seems like number four, the really, really small one, was pulling away.
2: Do I need to wait for the next race, or?
1: I mean, we got a high roller like you with your 700 gold. We can do whatever you want.
2: 700 gold on the, uh, on the one with the mismatch eye stocks.
1: Okay, let's start it up. Ricky, put them back in their places. And three men put all the snails back in the place. All right, here's how we do it. We start from the sink, and we go all the way to the door. And until it happens, it just happens. let's make this a sprint, huh? I'm going to walk 10 feet forward, and the kobold walks 10 feet away from the snails. Like, first one to touch my talons wins it all.
2: Here's the thing, though. I win. You tell me anything I ask you.
1: And what happens if I win, you tall drink of water, oil? You get my gold. Come on, you got to give me something else there. Um, what about that bag? That bag looks nice, huh?
2: It's very nice.
1: Why do you put the bag forward and we got a deal? You got 700 against the house and there's a gentleman's wedger. You got information for that sweet, sweet bag.
2: Tracy extends his hand. And the kobold licks his hand and then shakes it. <laughs> Tracy's long arm to the law crushes his hand
1: a little bit. Yowza. All right. So the way that we're going to do this is that we're going to do three rounds. And I'm going to keep track of all of the rolls. And you only know the roll of the snail that you have a beat on. Okay? Okay. All right. The kobold stands over ten feet away. He says, all right. Snails on your ready. On your mark. Get set. A go. I need to roll, Brandon. I
2: feel like Fish is really disappointed in my actions.
0: We all are, Brandon. We all are.
1: <laughs> all right. What'd you roll, buddy? 12. All right. The snail with the extra large shell pulls forward to an early lead. The one with the blue spots has a two painted on it, comes up next, and the small one, the size of your thumb, is coming up in third. Do you want to do anything? No. All right. Everyone is kind of cheering on behalf of their own snail. One's like,
2: go, Patches,
1: go! And another one says, Rex, you can do it! I've met my whole house on snail racing. Well, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I want you to roll again.
0: You know, Nara's really committed to uh, snail racing reform. It's just really (laughs) an opaque system with few regulations that is really rigged against the everyday man.
3: Won't you adopt a snail that's been affected <laughs> by snail racing? <laughs> In the arms of oh, an angel. Oh, a snail. Look at the snail. <laughs> In the arms of a snail. Snail away. From In the cold shell of a snail. All
1: right, what'd you get? 17. Ooh, good roll. The one with the big shell is pulling away, but your snail right behind it is coming up fast. And all the other ones, uh, the translucent ghostly one is taking a sharp right, and this is not even going forward anymore, and the other ones are lagging behind, caught it like the slime of the first two. Do you want to do anything? No. All right, make your last roll, bud. What'd you get? Seven. Okay.
0: Goodbye, gold. It's nice to know you.
1: As the tiny snail starts to gain on the big shell snail. And it's it's a photo stock finish. it's like they're extending their eye socks out. And the big snail with the big shell touches the cobalt's foot right at the end. It's like, oh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Snail number three is a winner. Woo. I guess those uh, 700 gold pieces are mine.
2: Sure, you can take my gold.
1: And uh, why don't you give me that bag too? I think it wanted there
2: oh that's not a bag let's play
1: and the bag turns into a alligator
2: do you want it now or (laughs) everyone
1: swarms to pick up their snails one woman just holding all six snails cradling all of them like whoa 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 that was not part of the deal no alligators involved I just wanted your sweet
2: bag how about you tell me what I want to know And then we'll talk about the gold afterwards.
1: All right, why don't you do an intimidation check and I'll give you advantage. 13 plus 2 for
2: 15.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say that having an alligator jump out of anywhere is spooked. Listen, no, what did you want to know? There was nothing here. We're just some fine snail snail racing
2: peoples. Look, playtime's over.
1: And the alligator turns back in the bag.
2: Look, 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 look. I didn't want to come in here and mess your game up. Well, yeah, uh, it seems that you did that. I'm not here to support you to any kind of police. It's, again, that definitely seems like the thing that you were trying to do there. And my buddy Evan, who's directly outside, is part of the Royal Guard. We'll just talk. It'll be good. We'll have a fun, gentlemanly conversation. And then I'll be on my way.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. What do, you, what do you want to
2: know? I want to know everything you know about the city. From its government, to its people to its problems, to that giant whale that we saw. And if you have time, maybe we talk about the blackfish. The
1: kobold straightens his bow tie. Oh, he was wearing a bow tie the whole time. You just never asked. <laughs> um, the kobold straightens his bow tie. He's like, all right, I guess it's just another day here. The giant mistake. And my biggest mistake was showing up in the first place.
2: <laughs> Tends to happen to people I meet.
1: Everybody else scatters and a kobold takes you back in the main area. Anara and Johnny, you see a kobold in a top hat and a, um, and a bow tie. When <laughs> did he Is have it, a top You guys never, tails? He Is never there a asked. Do we never ask? <laughs> yeah. Brandon, he's not wearing tails. He has a tail. <laughs> Tracy and this kobold are now sitting earnestly at a table in the center of the bar. I asked, My question what do you want to know? Like, what can I tell you right now that you think might further your understanding of what's going on?
2: I want to know more about the Blackfish, specifically, and I also kind of want to know just, like, what the general vibe of the common people are, and I kind of want to know what we're up against, what what we're trying to solve here.
1: Sure. I would say that people are particularly freaked out about the two big monster things. The first is the ghost whale showing up in the middle of everything, and it just kind of appeared a few weeks ago. The ghost whale was the thing that drove... Zubi to go kind of crazy and then run off into the ruins of Antopolis. These are two massive things that were normal in Antopolis life. The giant is the thing that kept the city going. That big thing in the middle is actually where all of their water comes from. And without the giant moving it in a cloud or clockwise way for all the water to go through, the whole city is messed up. There's water shortages in other parts of the city. There are floods in others. And of course, no one knows how to talk down a stone giant. So everyone's just kind of freaked out, which is where the blackfish come from. Members within the, let's just say, power. Some of them believe that the whale is there to help them. Relying on a giant like that, who could obviously break at any time, that was the problem. And they think that the whale is here to save them for whatever reason and sacrificing things to the whale and... Is what they're doing. No one knows who the Blackfish is. It's kind of just like this secret cult society within everything.
2: Sir, would you say that um, you still have faith in your government? <laughs> also, hey, what's your name? I'm Tracy.
1: <laughs> Kid, you wouldn't believe me what my name was, even if I told you. Damien? Nope. Steven? Nope. Josh? No, I'll give you one more. Gerard? It's Tuxedo. It's Tuxedo <laughs> Jack.
2: Tracy giggles to himself off in the corner a little bit. That's a very cool name.
1: You can tell from my tuxedo and my tails that I'm wearing, of course. Um, Very fancy. You're talking about faith in a city that never had any to begin with. As a silly question for a silly robot.
2: I'll ignore that. I'll be taking my gold and my bag and uh, I'll buy you a drink on me.
1: Do whatever Hef tells you to do. I trust the guy. Thanks, Tux. He (laughs) flaps his tongue. At this point, the crowd all the way in the left is getting particularly rowdy. Hef has been bringing them drinks for, I mean, you guys have been at the bar for a little while now. And he just keeps bringing them drinks. Shots that are like steaming and smoking. There's like massive glasses of all shapes and sizes. And these people are getting kind of turned. And someone in that group stands up and says, Ayo! The guy with the flower shirt! What's poppin'? Come over here! I want to see your shirt! With the flowers! And I want to pet that dog with a dope collar!
0: What's up? Bring him over here. I want to pet him in the face. I'm going to bring O'Cake a little bit closer to my side and, as usual, put my hand on my dagger
1: dog. I want that dog. Come on, you're gonna do it for somebody you just got broken
0: up with. Come on. Okay, very much wants to be petted, but I'm not gonna allow it. Uh, okay, come on. This is
3: So there's still a bucket of wine on the bar yeah. that I didn't drink because it's a bucket of wine. I don't see a problem. Okay. I grab the bucket of wine and take it over to the very inebriated man Place it down in front of him. I'm very sorry about the breakup. I know those can be tough. No. So how about you stick your face in this bucket and drink?
1: Well, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. But it's not it's me. It's Cassandra. She's the one who got broken up with Cassandra. He's shaking this elven woman considerably. And she's also pretty turned as well. And she's like, I'm gonna I'm just trying to do what I'm just trying to have fun out of the breakup. And I appreciate your bucket of wine and your cool shirt. I like your shirt. Cool shirt. I like your shirt.
0: That waste is adorable.
1: Can we, you just sit? Come on. No, you seem fun and great. I want you to sit down. And where's the dog? I want the dog.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna walk over it with O'Cake obediently at my side, and say, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, K- Cassandra, is, is that right?"
1: Yeah, I'm Cassandra. Thank. Oh, I love your dog.
0: Thank you. She
1: she loves you too. Oh my God, what's your dog's name?
0: Uh, her name is Polly. Polly. And Polly and I are wondering, have you heard of this thing called Blackfish?
3: Well, so, <laughs> your subtlety is like wow. Totes. While this is happening, I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm like grabbing their tankards and like getting wine for all the people at the table and especially for Cassandra while like staring at Inara, like, you
2: come, come, come on, you, you made your bed, now live in it, kind of thing. Yeah.
3: I'm being the nice, random, older guy with the glowing shirt at the uh, bar. You know, at the bar. You know, <laughs> the, the <laughs> regular, random, older guy who has a weird glowing shirt for some reason.
1: All right, I want to set the scene here. There's about six people jammed in to this table. And they're all various levels of inebriated of all different races, and they all seem like they're friends. And they're all kind of just, like, talking to each other, like, hmm, blackfish, hmm, the blackfish. You know? mm, the
0: what is the mood of those brimmers?
1: Well, I mean, you got a little dark there for a second. Like you really brought down the mood. And a dwarf over on the side who has his beard tied up into pigtails. Adorable. He says, "Man, you really brought down the mood there. You know, we're just trying to get 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 pretty wasty."
3: And as he says that, I said, "Well, don't worry about it." And then I handgun into the air and cast. Dancing lights to create all sorts of dancing fun lights of all sorts of colors to bring the mood back up.
2: Disco style. Would it surprise Tuxedo to see Tracy start disco dancing?
1: Very little surprises Tuxedo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, bring the mood back up. All right, all right. And Cassandra says, Blackfish. You know, that does sound kind of... (laughs) Stop, stop. Leave me alone. Tommy, stop. I got it. Okay. Blackfish. I know. Guys, I know. I know. My uh, paramour, he used to be part of Blackfish. And um, I just don't know what I think about that right now. He told me not to tell anybody, but I'm just going to tell people about it. Tommy, I know. Tommy, stop. He's Blackfish. Yeah, a paramour Black. Blackfish. Hey, Tommy, could you quit it? She's trying to talk to and Tommy, and Tommy's like, oh, okay, I'll stab you. Listen, you can do whatever she wants.
0: So, 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 Cassie, can, can I call you Cassie? Is that okay? You,
1: yes. And right now she's smushing Oatcake's face.
0: <laughs> and I was just going to like put one shoulder forward coquettishly, she hopes. But it probably looks more like she got burned or something and is like, shying away from a flame. Like it's very jerky.
1: Why don't you make a charisma roll? I'm actually very interested in this.
0: Uh, that's a nat 20, my dude. All Woo!
1: right. Hey, now. Yeah, that
3: was pretty flirty for Anara. Very flirty. And I'd like to know your f- last name and place of birth. <laughs> so I may address you correctly, young miss. Cassandra uh, Delanor of Isle of Force. Sounds like a
0: good, <laughs> t- like a good <laughs> biblical name.
3: <laughs> Thank
0: you. Anyway, Cassie. What what would be, like, Tommy's worst nightmare if you wanted to, say, get revenge on this guy? What would be the best thing to do to, for example, bring down the blackfish? First of all,
1: first of all, let's Tommy... Tommy and I go so far back. You would never do that to me, right, Tommy? And Tommy's like, no, man. I mean, I'm was, so
0: like, sorry. Come on. We
3: know Tommy. I don't, He's a good we guy. We know.
0: Uh, of course. Tommy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> He's the best. Like, when you like, you, like, you need to have a Tommy in your life. Whenever you pull a Tommy, it's when you, like, come through for your friends. Like, we've heard about hey, you. Nara, know,
3: you got this. Just, you got this. Anyway. And everyone everyone says that. like, yeah, it's a
0: Tommy. And everyone's like, what, hey, Tommy? Woo! So going to, like, raise an empty tankard. Anyway. When, when you have to, like, get back at whatever. You know what? He doesn't even deserve to be named. He doesn't even deserve to have a name. Whatever. You want to get back at him.
1: Well, here's the thing. It was, like, I, Jamie, they were so nice. It was just, like, I, I miss them. Because, like, he, they would watch me, like, protect me. And he, they didn't drink. You just couldn't dig them up anywhere. It was just so kind. He was, they were cold, but like, I love them so much. No, it's not, no, 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 stop, it's, no I'm going to say this. I, mean, I miss them, and even though they were kind of dirty sometimes. And he was like, Yeah, remember when he, they would just like walk out in the middle of the night and you didn't know where they went? Yeah, I remember that, Steven. You know, to tell me? Come on, like, Steven. Oh, sorry.
0: Classic Steven, am I right?
1: It's just, and they would never eat anything that I gave them. But I still love them. and I miss them.
3: So I don't know what was. What, was
1: what the wouldn't question? they eat? You know,
3: I eat pretty much anything. So what would you? What? What? Would, can I have some of the food they wouldn't eat? What would they eat? I. They wouldn't. Tell me it, specifically all
1: of their details. I mean, it's just me, and this is a thing that I do. But like, I don't like eating in front of other people. And I thought that Jamie was the same. Like, Jamie didn't like eating in front of a lot of people. I respect him. I respect him. <sighs> no.
0: So what would what would be, like, like Jamie's worst nightmare, man? <laughs>
1: Jamie. I want you to roll persuasion, because that was pretty
2: <laughs> bananas.
0: That was a 10.
1: Cassandra says... Uh, I don't like how much you're asking about my
0: ex. You're this is so my right. coming out
1: party. You're like, so I'm right. coming out into being single. I don't appreciate it.
0: You know what, man? You are so right. You have to live, like, in the now and in the present. And how how can I help you enjoy your singledom? Uh, like, existentially, but also maybe right now. Like, tonight here.
3: Yeah, sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dad, leave me alone. <laughs>
2: Tracy's like in a corner, like looking away, kicking a dust bunny around. (laughs) He doesn't feel comfortable with the situation that's (laughs) unfolding.
1: (laughs) I heard. This was our favorite bar and I'm reclaiming it. I heard Jamie's gonna show up. If you gonna keep keep that person away from me. Keep the person away. I don't want Jamie here. I don't want to be smelling them spoiling all myself. Please. I'm going to keep playing with your dog. You don't want him to smell you? I don't want them to be here, to be in the area. They're probably on like their night rounds so and they're always on. So, I just don't want Jamie around Just see they're going to come in and they're going to be like, uh, uh, and see all the things and I just can't have that around in my life. I'm here for me. Cassandra. Yeah, that's, that's me. My dearest, oldest friend. That sounds like me. I like you too. I've
3: known you since you were little. I guess so. Let us, on today of all days, protect you from Jamie and his friends. Benar and I, we will stop them from bothering you. What do they look like again? I don't, okay. That's yes. Okay. Uh,
1: you know, give me a uh, give me a pen. Give me a pen. Give me something. I don't know right now. And she digs around in her bag. She pulls out a pen and she takes a bar napkin and starts to draw on it. In. And she's like, They're like really big. And they're like, I really like big pe strong people. And she's starting to draw a figure.
0: And sits up a little straighter.
1: They have a really big sword. And they're gonna walk in. And you know what? The way you're gonna know them is they only have like half their face. Two questions. So yeah. they all I'm are keep... ca- I'm gonna keep writing. So what?
3: They, they, and how they're all gonna be carrying one sword? Like <laughs> all together, they're all carrying one sword. <laughs> no, it's
1: just Ja No, it's just Jamie. Jamie can do it by, by themselves. They, they're one one person army. And what do you mean by half their face? Well, you know, half the face was the you know taking mm. eating eating off like. Mow, 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 mow. Like what? Like mom mom, 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 Oh, okay.
0: Are are they half ghost, Cassie?
1: Half ghost, all ghosts. I oh, I, whatever. I don't know. Whatever they said.
0: Sounds like they're all dead in the heart, though. Am I right?
1: Yes, so dead in right mm. there. Yes, right there. And all there, and I just oh. She looks over at the doorway. And all five of her friends turn to the doorway as well. And they all like gasp a little bit at the same time. And pushing open the door is a fully armored figure with half of a face. And the other half is all skeleton. And they take this massive sword wreathed in fire jam it into the floor and says
3: who dares flirt with my girlfriend
0: Ara stands on the table and says that's me sir
2: Tracy rushes over firmly plants his great axe on the ground and says can I get you a drink
3: yeah like some of this bucket wine scaly man
2: I have no time for drinking. I'm only here to see
1: my girlfriend. Where is she? I don't know, Jamie, I'm not your girlfriend anymore.
2: We're done. We're done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, you're not even friends, so step off.
2: Tracy checks the sharpness of his great axe with, like, you know, when you take a knife and you, like, run it across the back of your thumbnail to oh, see yeah. how sharp oh, it yeah. is? He's running the back of his thumbnail across the blade of his great axe. Mmm,
3: yes. Everyone loves delicious bucket wine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get it by
1: the bucket. Half kind of gets up from behind the bar and says, whoa, whoa, uh, Jamie. Jamie, man, come on. Come on. You said before, when you talked before, that this was going to be Cassie's spot. Just let her. Come on. Step back, man. And Jamie raises this flaming sword at his side. You know what? You're still not good enough for me anyway. I have my ultimate revenge to take, and such frivolous human things are too much
3: for Jamie.
2: Hey guys, you hear that? That's really good. That's really rich.
3: Johnny, in his attempt to bring him some of the bucket of wine, very, very accidental, not on purpose, trips over (laughs) and pours wine. Onto him and his sword.
0: I am going to try to sneakily pour the werewolf potion that we made back in Fantasy Chopped, the time delay one, into the bucket.
1: Okay. So why don't you do stealth?
0: Well, that's a seven.
1: Okay. You take the potion from your bag and you pour it in there. And everyone sees you do it. Johnny sees it. The whole party that's in front of you sees it. They're all drunk. It's fine. Fair. And Jamie also sees it and says,
0: wait, what are you what are
1: you
3: doing with that wine buckets?
0: Wouldn't it be awful if someone just tried to, like, assassinate you, man, like that? I think you should talk to us about what you're going through, man. We're talking to Cassie. A lot of unresolved issues here. I bet you have some feelings as well. I hear there's all kinds of, like, political stuff happening in the city. And I just think that. You know, you don't want to be surprised, poisoned. I almost got poisoned earlier tonight. That wasn't fun. So let's just all just like go outside and and take a moonlit stroll and just and just kind of talk about what you're going through.
2: This is a completely new strategy that I did what? not anticipate. What are you so? What are you doing?
0: I'm trying to misdirect from my very poorly fumbled stealth roll.
3: Uh, persuasion.
0: Well, that's a four.
3: Okay, I'm going to intercede real quick, acting drunk. Johnny knocks over the bucket of wine so that it does not spill on anyone and just spills onto the floor. Undying light. Protect me. (laughs) Friend. (laughs) I'm sorry about my friend. She's very drunk. Listen. Cassie. Great gal. I've known her since, you know, since you knew her. She's friends of my dad's family. Who is you? Are yes, I know. You. Yes, of course, I am. You know me, <laughs> good old me. Listen, just let her have this night. We'll take care of her, talk to her tomorrow, and you know, try to resolve things. Now, let's just have let her have this night. Tomorrow, you guys talk, and hopefully, you know, she feels better. You feel better. We don't have to have a scene. Persuasion,
1: There's persuasion, persuasion.
3: <laughs> Persuasion was a 7
0: Better than me, dog
1: The giant disfigured man takes his flaming sword And points it at Inara And says If you want to walk outside Let's go walk outside And he comes over And grabs Anara by the front of her cloak And picks her up and walks out of the front of the bar. Over his shoulder, he says,
2: Anyone with her, they should be
1: coming with me. And walks out the door with the Nara in hand. Join the Party is brought to you by Brandon Grugel, Amanda McLaughlin, Michael Fichet, and me, Eric Silver. I am your host and game master. Brandon edits, mixes, and scores the show. Amanda manages our community and our digital life. And Michael archives, manual checks, and cartographs our world. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Connor McLaughlin, Julia Schifini,
3: and Hetty Hunt. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish The After Party, where we sit down to discuss what just happened and learn what could have happened. Send us your questions anytime.
2: Join our community online by following at Join the Party Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got every episode up on our website, jointhepartypod.com. And you can email us questions or stories anytime at hello at jointhepartypod.com.
0: If you're enjoying this ride as much as we are, help the show out by subscribing to us in iTunes and leaving a quick rating. For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. Just a few dollars will get you access to drawings, character backstories, bloopers, and so much more at patreon.com slash pod.
1: We'll see you in two weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.